This is the Round Robin Diplomacy Podcast with your sports lens on Greece. I'm your host, Aditya Devaker. We're going to get right into it and talk about the most exciting fearsome four that Greece has produced to date. The Atentacoon Bros, made up of Thanasis, Kostas, Alex, and you've probably heard of this one guy named Giannis at some point before today. Why are these four the topic of discussion for Greece this week? Well, on July 17th, 2021, the older brothers of Giannis and Thanasis won the Milwaukee Bucks a championship, making it the first in almost 50 years for the city. This makes it three out of four of the five brothers, if you're a deep diver like me, who have a championship ring in the NBA, and the first trio of siblings in history to accomplish it. Still, the youngest, Alex, hasn't even been drafted by the NBA yet, as he just took his first professional move by signing with Murcia Club de Baloncesto in the EuroLeague. The oldest, Francis, played a full soccer career in Nigeria before moving to Greece to pursue music. But our focus today is on Mirren Fader's new book, Giannis, The Improbable Rise of an NBA MVP. Released on August 10th, it is a fantastically written book, a New York Times bestseller, and one that I hope you pick up and read soon. The tidbits I'll share with you come from the book today, but I don't want to give away the whole story, but just focus on the parts that resonated with me the most. As a first-generation American, I couldn't help but find a lot of similarities with Giannis's story. Now, there are a lot of glaring differences. Giannis was the one who shared food with the siblings after following his father's example of foregoing dinners in order to feed the younger ones. Giannis was the one who had no other choice but to flip anything from CDs to trinkets in order to get enough money to eat. Giannis was the one who had to take different routes home in an effort to evade Golden Dawn neo-Nazi members terrorizing the streets of Sepolia. I got to spend my life in the Bay Area, but I feel lucky that I get to share some basic themes with Giannis and his brothers. For one, no one seems to be able to get our names right. I hope you can remember when you first saw the power forward start to dunk like he owned the league. Do you remember trying to say Giannis's name for the first time? Well, his family had to change it from the Nigerian Adetokunbo to the Greek-sounding Antetokounmpo, both meaning something similar to crown from far away. It's a prosperous name. Still, the effort to assimilate to a culture, to be most receptive to that culture, isn't something lost on me. My family didn't change our last name, but my own first name went through some iterations. Aditya the name for a Hindu sun god, is originally spelt with one A up front. Mine is spelled with two in an effort to get people to pronounce the A as a A. I've heard nearly every other pronunciation under the sun instead of the A. I pretty much react the same way Giannis did when Shaquille O'Neal butchered the pronunciation on his TNT show Inside the NBA. Imagine Shaq with all the low baritone that he has saying, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Well, Giannis opted for Superman instead on the air. I opted for Adi because at least people can get it half right. Still, I'm not saying that I get people's names right on the first try either. 
But if you can find a sly way for people to say their own names to you and practice that over and over till you get it, you won't suffer from the same reputation that Shaq has to this day. Laziness. Effort goes a long way for people. You don't even have to succeed on the first or tenth try. Giannis and I seem to have this in common, for which I'm pretty giddy and grateful. Let's rewind to draft night in 2013, and this is another shout out to Mirren Fader's book. The saga of how Giannis and his family were able to obtain visas and able to work in the United States is grueling, hard to imagine, and incredibly well written. Luckily, Giannis's agents were able to secure visas for Thanasis and Giannis to attend the 2013 NBA draft in New York. Giannis initially wanted to bring his entire family and was unable to be persuaded otherwise. When his agents explained how tricky it was to obtain visas for the younger brothers and parents, who by the way weren't getting scouted by the Atlanta Hawks or the Milwaukee Bucks, ended up agreeing to go with just the Nassus. Giannis, with the 15th pick of the first round of the draft, was signed by the Milwaukee Bucks. But in the stand, someone was more excited, more vocal, and more gregarious than Giannis. Thanasis, with a smile as big as could possibly fit on his face, was cheering his younger brother on, but with an enormous Greek flag flying in front of him as well. It may not even have registered to people, but according to Fader, Giannis was less than pleased. Not because he felt less Greek, to the contrary, Giannis was enamored with the country he grew up in. He had nothing but a positive and deeply appreciative sense of country and to this day identifies as Afro-Greek, which is a compliment to both of his identities. But he knows that not all Greeks appreciate his blackness. He was conscious of the fact that many in Greece didn't think he was even worthy to fly the flag, let alone on the globally televised draft night in front of millions. I think to Thanasis' credit, he knew if he didn't fly the flag, he'd be confirming people's perceptions of unworthiness. I think I'm lucky that I won't be drafted into the NBA anytime soon and have to make the decision of which flag I should bring for my brothers or cousins to fly. Because Giannis and I understood that we can be from multiple places, choose to represent one country in particular, but be apprehensive, proud, and patriotic all at the same time. Let's also finish with a bold prediction. I'm talking about Giannis's post-career. He's definitely going to fill a head coaching position. You can see it now in his younger brothers, Costas and Alex, and how he talks to them during warm-ups or coaching from the stands in the case of Alex's senior year at Dominican. The confidence he has in his younger brothers is astonishing, and Giannis has repeatedly claimed that they'll surpass his skill and ability in the league one day. Alex in turn said that he has no idea if Giannis has even reached his own peak in the NBA. But it's amazing to see brothers who uplift each other like that, and I want to encourage the same sort of coaching and determination from you. Hopefully parts of these stories resonate with you all, and I encourage you to seek out stories that uplift you in Fader's book, and just by watching these four develop in the next few years. That's all for the Sports Lens on Greece. Stay tuned for the politics and business lenses later this week, and thank you very much for listening. <laughs>